The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Today on All Saints Sunday, we remember church members, family, and friends who have died over the last 12 months. And as we recall them and their lives and their significance to us, we also remember the gifts they shared with us, especially those gifts we continue to carry into their world in their honor. Their spirits live on in their children, families, and friendships. Author Alice Walker once wrote a short essay called A Name is Sometimes an Ancestor, saying, Hi, I'm with you. Across cultures, indigenous peoples call the people who lived before us throughout history our spirit helpers. Because her name comes from the Greek word for truth, Walker named Sojourner Truth as one of her own spirit helpers, writing, She smiles within my smile. That irrepressible great heart rises in my chest. Every experience that roused her passion against injustice in her lifetime 
shines from my eyes. Walker writes, the spirit of our helpers incarnates in us, making us more ourselves by extending us far beyond. She then suggests that this might be how we understand the transformation we experience through faith. A way of becoming not only like Jesus, but embodying Jesus to the people we meet. In today's gospel, Jesus preaches the Sermon on the Plain, and while we often hear the language of blessing and woe as language of divine favor or damnation, it is hard to find the good news in that translation. Luther Seminary New Testament professor Matt Skinner suggests that the meaning changes when instead we hear the word blessed as satisfied or unburdened. Skinner also translates woe as yikes or look out. And Eugene Peterson in his message paraphrase says, there is trouble ahead. The word is like a bright yellow traffic sign or flashing lights. With these woe statements, Jesus cautions us to be alert for those things in life that are distractions, that divert us from following Jesus and from being Jesus to those we meet. The poor, the hungry, the grieving, and those who have been discarded by the world are people who trust God because their other options have been stripped away. Trusting God is more difficult for anyone who still thinks we can stand on our own or make our own way. It's more difficult when we only look for God's mercy after we've exhausted every other possibility. Instead of beginning on our knees at the foot of the cross with God. Addressing those who are listening, Jesus seems to acknowledge that some won't listen. Even among those who are close to him, even among those who profess to follow him. And then Jesus gives a rapid succession of commands to the disciples, instructing them to live in faithful obedience with their eyes set on Jesus, saying, love. Do good, bless, pray, submit, give, serve. Just like six of the Ten Commandments Moses received on Sinai, these commands are focused on our relationships with the people in our lives. Jesus tells us to be motivated by the love and mercy of God to be Christ to them. Love your enemies. Love the very same people you despise or you think are unlovable. Do good, regardless of whether you will reap the benefit or your good will be appreciated or even acknowledged.
Bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. Importantly, Jesus does not say to subject yourself to continued abuse or continue in relationship with the abuser. But we are called to see each person as someone whom God can love and redeem. Jesus then says to offer your other cheek to one who slaps you and offer your coat to the one who would take your shirt. He commands us to adopt a posture of humility in the world, to submit to God's care and provision. Give to those who beg, and do to others as you would have them do to you, an instruction to serve others selflessly, entering into relationship with them and addressing their needs as brothers and sisters. Still sounds like a lot of law, a lot of rules to keep and impossibly high standards to meet. Thankfully, we know that everyday saints struggle just as we do to hear this passage as good news. But just as Walker suggests that our spirit helpers empower us to be more ourselves, who we are created to be, St. Paul reminds us in his letter to the Ephesians that we have been marked with the seal of the Holy Spirit. We are no longer trying to imitate Christ by our own power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit given to us. This process of becoming more Christ-like, of being made holy and righteous through faithful obedience is sanctification. As Martin Luther wrote in the explanation of the third article of the Creed, I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies or makes righteous the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. This is faith active in our lives, transforming us, setting us apart, sanctifying us, or making us holy and empowering us. Too often we live out of our brokenness, and when we do that, we will have trouble ahead. But from Jesus, we hear the good news that through faith, we live in a world in right relationship with God and with each other. Empowered by the Holy Spirit, we are called to live holy and perfect in an imperfect and broken world. We have a great cloud of witnesses who went before us and whose memories continue to sustain us even as we follow Jesus now. Let us pray. Holy and redeeming God, we give you our thanks and praise that through your Son, Jesus, you make us holy and count us among your saints. By your great power, you have called us to a rich hope 
and given us the word of truth that gives us life in Christ. Send us out as your witnesses, confident that we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit, that we may love others and live out your good news in the world. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen.